Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the founder of Her Sport, Neve Talon. Hello. Hi, Louise. How's things? Good. Thank you so much for joining us once again. So we're kicking off another week of um, the World Cup. I was about to say the Olympics, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> the World Cup. It's been going on now. It's into its fifth day. But what has been happening over the last couple of days? Yeah, so it's really exciting. Uh, lots of lots of good games coming up as we get further into the group stages. So um, obviously from an Irish perspective, uh, there was that loss to Australia 1-0. So it'll be three points for Australia. Um, and then Nigeria and Canada are in the same group as them. And they actually drew, mm-hmm. uh, which plays well for Ireland. Um, so they'll have a point each. Um, in terms of other action that's been going on, um, Japan put in a really strong performance against Zambia. So that was a 5-0 result for Japan. A little surprising, I think. Um, Zambia have been impressive over, over the last couple of weeks. Um, they had a, a good game against Ireland and Tala before they headed out to Australia. And then they had a, a surprise defeat uh, over Germany, which is one of the top teams uh, in the world at the moment. So um, expected a little bit more from Zambia, not necessarily a win, but not 5-0. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they continue in the tournament. I kind of, I, I watched some of the game and it really just, they looked very disjointed, which mm-hmm. which they didn't when they were playing Ireland um, and obviously weren't when they were playing uh, Germany. Um, England and Haiti was a really, really good game. Um, I think, you know, England are tipped to be one of the teams to watch out for, obviously coming in after the, the European Championships as as the winners. Um, the Haiti goalkeeper was super and a lot of people are very excited about her. And then the captain as well was was very, very impressive. So um, it'll be interesting to watch that group as well. That's, that's Group D. Um, Denmark and China are in that group as well. And uh, they had a very, very close game. Uh, Denmark scored uh, the only goal of the match in the last two minutes of normal time. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how the teams match up against each other. I think it's a lot more competitive than people expected. Um, The group that Ireland was in was was being called the group of death. But I think (laughs) Group D is actually going to be a really tough group to get out of as well. And then another another excellent game was uh, France Jamaica. It was a draw. Um, France are ranked fifth in the world and Jamaica fifty fourth. So, you know, maybe France didn't prepare um, in the way that they should have. Maybe they didn't rate Jamaica as highly as they should have. Uh, Jamaica played really really defensively, and they'll be really really happy with their performance. You could you could see after they were they were thrilled. Um, you know, it's it's a top team in the world. Again, another team that people will be watching out for to progress through the rounds. And uh, yeah, Jamaica just played it really, really well. Um, you know, they didn't they didn't panic. Um, you know, did weren't necessarily like they 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 did try and have a go a couple times, but they were they were definitely looking to try and defend and, and keep France at bay. So yeah, that's kind of where we are at the moment. Um I suppose there's a couple of surprises in there for people. Um, obviously there's plenty of other games that happened as well but there's some of the highlights um, and things that I've enjoyed over the last couple of days Yeah because I was I was looking it up today as well and the matches today like there's some huge winners so like as you said Germany got five I think Brazil got six so like they're, mm-hmm. they're winning with huge amounts of goals aren't they? Um, Actually not not really like they're yeah they're two of the games that have had big score differences but I think they're you know Football, women's football across the world is something that is that is developing. And, and obviously there's some countries that have a lot of investment uh, behind them. So if you're looking at the UK, if you're looking at the US and, you know, even looking at, at, at Ireland, I know we obviously have sponsorship now, but we would be considered to be, you know, maybe a country that has a little bit more support in sport than some other nations around the world. 
Um, so there are some teams in there that you would, you know, worry that that some of the the some of the matches that there would be would be big score differences and that maybe it wouldn't be competitive. Mm-hmm. But I think most of the games that have been played have been really competitive. And I think, you know, England Haiti that's something that people kind of would have looked at and said, oh yeah, not really sure how that'll go. But it, Haiti was a super team and it was a really, really, really good match. So it shows the progress that has happened over, um, you know, the last couple of years, how football is evolving around the world. Um, you know, Denmark and China was a really t- tight game. And then France and Jamaica, like Jamaica are thrilled, um, you know, with their performance. It was a really strong effort from them. Um, and like one thing to remember from their team is they actually had to fundraise. They had to do a GoFundMe to wow. get to Australia to cover costs of accommodation and um, the cost of being there and that type of thing, where that would be a completely different story uh, from a French perspective. They'd have much more support. So um, the, I, I think, yes, there has been a couple of games that are, you know, five and, and, and six goals difference. Uh, not many. And uh, some other games are a lot closer, I think, than people maybe would have expected. Yeah, it's as you were saying, it's actually quite interesting to see the differences, but also the similarities between the te- the teams as well. But also going forward, obviously, we're up against Canada on Wednesday. What will the team be doing in the meantime between now and then? Yeah, so I know, I know a couple of the players have um, managed to maybe get to a game or um, they've... Yeah, I've I've seen some mm-hmm. pictures and videos in the pool. So look, they'll be doing plenty of uh, of preparation, but I think that there'll be a bit of downtime as well. Um, I suppose in in going to a game, um, they'll be able to see what some of the competition is like while I suppose enjoying the experience of the World Cup at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know different players do different things depending on you know, what their kind of ideal preparation is. People are different, athletes are different, um, but you can be sure they'll be in, uh, obviously, training, obviously, um, looking at Canada. Um, how did Canada uh, play against Nigeria? What are some of the weaknesses that they can exploit? Um, Canada are, are a super team. Um, you know, they're the latest Olympic champions. Uh, so they'll be they'll be looking at them and, and um, you know, trying to figure out like what's the best strategy in, in terms of getting a draw or getting a win. Um, obviously the ideal result from an Irish perspective would be getting a, a win on the board, mm-hmm. um, but Canada aren't to be underestimated. So uh, a, a draw would be a good result as well. What do you think yourself will happen on Wednesday? Um, that's very hard. I'd be inclined. Yeah, yeah. No, it it is really tough. Like, do I think that they have the ability? Like, I I think, you know, Australia. Other than the fact that it was a penalty against them, yeah. Um, and that that like that's what resulted in a goal was a penalty. Like the the play from an Irish perspective was really strong. Um, Australia Australia are supposed to be a stronger team than than Canada, but obviously they were missing their star player Sam Kerr when Ireland played them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to have to see how things unfold and um and and go from there. Um, do I think we could get a win? I I do think we were playing well enough. I think if we played like we did in the last twenty or thirty minutes, uh, the possibility of a win is definitely there. Um and you know, will they go out and be very defensive? Uh, it, it, it's possible maybe Vera will be, you know, really trying to just keep a, a clean sheet um, and, and trying to prevent Canada from from scoring. But mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, I think I think it, it could go either way. To be honest, I'm not fully sure. <laughs> well, it's going to be a good but match. It, look, it I depends. Think. It yeah. depends on the way they play. Yeah, you know, it, it really does. And and I know that people were impressed by Lucy Quinn and Abby Larkin when they came on. Yeah. Um, so we we'll see what the what what the team uh will be and uh and go from there. So um, a couple of people were looking for changes to be made a little bit sooner. Um, you know, to not hang on too long with the with the starting eleven that you do have. Um, for me, I think Rarisha Little John played a, a a good game, but ninety minutes I think is too long for her. I'd have, I'd have swapped her out sooner, and mm-hmm. uh, she didn't get swapped out at all. But I I would have taken her off maybe sixty five minutes in, seventy minutes in, if if not sooner. Um, I just she hasn't played much football this season, um, and she has had injuries. I wouldn't I I'd be trying to it. make sure she doesn't get injured yeah. by playing too much. Yeah, it's going to be exciting though. Yeah, I know. We're really, really excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Spain and Zambia will be on 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 Wednesday morning at half eight, which should be a good game. I I hope that Zambia managed to kind of right themselves after um, that defeat uh, from Japan. And Mm -hmm. I I think it could be a competitive match. And then that'll set us up nicely for the Canada-Ireland game on Wednesday at one. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll be in the Camden again um, having a watch party. So if anyone wants to come down and join us and support the girls uh, in green together, more than welcome to join. And it's at 1pm. So uh, come out and join us on your lunch break if you can. Um, So yeah, look, Wednesday will be good. And then in in terms of Thursday... Um, USA Netherlands it's 2am in the morning but it should be a super game like they're really really good teams so if anyone is uh, is up for staying up for that one it would be some really really good football um, Portugal Vietnam at half eight and then Australia Nigeria which is obviously a really important game yeah, from Irish perspective mm-hmm. that's 11am uh, on Thursday so definitely one to watch out for and again should be a really competitive match and while we have you we might as well chat about Paris Olympics 2024 we've had a few people that have qualified don't we yeah, so it's been great in the world of athletics and the world of swimming. So um, we had athletes in action at um, Diamond League on Friday. Uh, we had Rashida Adelaki, we had Kira McGean and we had Sarah Lavin. Um, Rashida had earlier in the week run the Olympic qualification standard for the 200 metres mm-hmm. and she ran uh, the qualification standard for the 400 metres on the Friday at the Diamond League. So that was her Diamond League debut. Uh, she finished in fourth position uh, in a time of 49.99, um, which was uh, the same time as uh, Lika Klaver from the Netherlands, um, who was a really, really top 400 metre runner. So it's, you know, showing where Rashida is as well mm-hmm. as getting that qualification standard under her belt. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of Kira, Kira was out running the mile. Uh, such a good race if anyone if anyone's interested in athletics like would highly recommend uh going onto youtube and finding that diamond league race they diamond league um shows everything on youtube that's how you tune in to watch it uh, so definitely go back and watch it um kira broke sonia o'sullivan's record which has been standing for 29 years so kira's 30 <laughs> she would have been one when sonia said it and, wow. and um it's another another record that kira has broken that was was previously sonia's <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, it's it's look, it's it's brilliant to see Kira in good form. Mm. Um, she broke the fifteen hundred meter record last year, and now onto the mile this year. Um, I think it was four. It was either four twelve or four fourteen. She ran. I think it was four, it was four fourteen, and uh, yeah, she was in a, a world record um, race. Um, Faith Kipiagon ran a new world record time for the mile, which was in a time of 4.07. So yeah, it was brilliant. Um, something that's that's interesting from from 
that perspective is um Kira actually beat a British runner, Laura Muir, um, who is a really good athlete in the 1500 meters and would be someone that Kira has probably gotten a little bit used to um finishing behind, mm-hmm. close to, but behind. Um, she did beat her last year in the Diamond League final. Um, and I think there's like a newfound confidence with Kira there that, you know, she knows that she can run as fast as her and she knows that she can be competitive with her, but to come through and, and to be beating Laura is super. And um, Laura ran a national record and a personal best as well. So Laura is in good form uh, and Kira came through and, and and beat her. So it'd be really interesting to watch um, over the next couple of weeks, the world championships will be up and um, as we, as we head towards Paris um, and I don't want to leave out the swimmers so they have been in action over the last couple of days Um, we had Ellen Walsh um, swim in the 100 metre butterfly and the 200 metres individual medley uh, she made it to the semi-final in the 200 metres individual medley and missed out on the final by one place mm. but she swam a new Irish record of 2 minutes 10 seconds 0.92 um, which is the Olympic qualification standard. So it'd be nice for her to have that under her belt. Um, and then Mona McSharry, she also saw the qualification uh, standard in the heats um, this morning of the 100 metre breaststroke. Um, she swam a time, it was 105. I don't know what the point was, um, but it was a 105 swim, uh, which is again, an Irish record. And uh, she qualified for the semifinals, which she swam earlier today and swam another 105 which shows the consistency and has booked her place for the final which will be tomorrow so um again really good results for the two of them um it's the second olympics that they'd be looking to go to ellen's only 21 years old mona is 22 rashida is 20 so we've a lot of young athletes um heading out to paris but athletes that are really really strong in the disciplines that they're in and obviously you'll be putting all the information up on her sport as well for anyone who wants to follow along yeah, absolutely. Look, we've been covering them all weekend. I've been glued to it myself. Um, so yeah, we're obviously busy busy following the World Cup, but uh, the other athletes that are in action too. So um, fantastic results for them. Uh, looking forward to some more action over the next couple of weeks between um, you know, the swimming that'll be on um, over the next couple of days. Obviously, Mona will be racing tomorrow and, and some of the other swimmers in, involved as well. Um, and then, yeah, from an athletics perspective, looking, looking forward to the World Championships. Amazing. Neve Talon, thank you so much for chatting to us. No problem. 